Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the slang self.podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Coach Felicia. Can y'all believe we're at the end of 2021? Like, seriously, I thought it was just January. And here we are about to go into 2022, okay? Um, If y'all know, if you've been on this journey, you will know that November is my birthday month, A-A-A. It's Thanksgiving, then December is Christmas, and then my son's birthday is at the beginning of January. And, you know, during this time, I really wanted to take the space and the opportunity to just be present with my family and be present for myself. I want to reflect, release, uh, rejuvenate all the reads, whatever's going to allow me to re-up for 2022, because I know the greater is in store. Um, I need to do that. And so what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks are two things. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to do a rewind of the series. Obedience is my responsibility with Keele Carter from the Keele Carter experience. This is going to be an opportunity for if you were and were not able to hear the live where it was the both of us um this would be your opportunity to be able to hear it if you weren't present in the beginning but also I feel like as we're going into 2022 there are some things that we have to take accountability and responsible for and I feel like it was a great conversation between two women who were regular degular who are doing the best that they can do for themselves and for their families and what was you know they are growing in their relationship with God it was a great way for us to just come together and share our experiences share our stories and our growth and I hope that as you're listening to this and as we're going back through this that if something didn't resonate with you initially that it will resonate with you now and that you could take that into 2022 and I'd love to hear about it so when these episodes come out make sure that you you know let me know in the comments um but I really felt like that this is something that's going to be um important for us as we continue on this journey and then the next thing that we're going to do is the top five of five and that the top five of 2021 and what that will be is the top five listen episodes and so we did it for the first time last year and it was a mixture of guests and solo episodes but this year y'all the most listened episodes are from me and I am so excited about that like that is I had some amazing women on this year and I'm grateful for those you know those guests that I had but the fact that I am all of the top five are just me I that just it blows my mind because that means that I'm continuing to do exactly what I'm supposed to do and y'all listening on top of that okay because you know sis is just continuing to grow and um so then we'll do that and we'll kind of end the year out there I hope that each and every one of you all have a amazing holiday that you enjoy these next two months that you just really go into the end of this year just giving yourself some grace celebrating all your progress I don't care how small it is I want you to um, use this time to listen to these episodes and even go back to some other episodes that maybe you missed get caught up okay because 2022 sis is coming back strong and we have some great topics that we're going to talk about we're going to have some even more amazing guests that we'll be talking to that will be sharing their journeys and um, I just can't wait to see y'all in the new year so until 2022 See ya.
You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this, you know, John, like last minute, I didn't even realize that when I hit you, like you were celebrating your son's birthday. I was like, oh, like, listen, when I tell you I, my stomach was in knots, I just was like, Lord, I don't even know if she's going to be available. And if she's not available, then when am I going to do it? And you was like, yes. And then I was like, then I got to tell her this other thing that she's supposed to do the whole series with. You don't like, so I am, I'm grateful for your obedience <laughs> to <scary>. even say yes. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, the alignment was there, okay? <laughs> right, exactly. So for those of you all who do not, like, he like, can you introduce yourself to the peoples? Hey, peoples. He's like, no. Come on in the room. I'm like, I'm hype, y'all. Y'all just don't know. Um, but uh, I am Keelay Carter. I'm a mom of two boys, ages four and seven. Um, a wife of, what, six years? And um, I'm the CEO and founder of the Keelay Carter Experience, which is basically like a community and a platform to encourage, uplift, motivate, inspire um, women and moms all together and just giving them this shared space to kind of just, you know, be there for one, one another and share their journeys and experiences. It's also a lot of community outreach that's coming up. And I'm just, it was just God's will for me to be connected to Felicia. And our story is just so amazing how like, we both wanted to work with each other, but God had already aligned it. So, well, you know, that's that's what he'd be doing. Yes, yes. Here, here we are doing our assignment. So, um, when you introduce yourself, I realize this people that probably don't know me. I forgot to introduce myself. Yes, <laughs> so <ma'am>. I, <laughs> I am Felicia Wallace. I am a purpose, empowerment, and self doubt coach. I am the uh, host of the Slaying Self Doubt podcast. I am the founder of Slaying Self Doubt. Slaying Self-Doubt is a movement to empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to walk into their God-given purpose. I am Slaying Self-Doubt. Slaying Self-Doubt is me, y'all. Like, it is, this is me. So my job is really to just find other women who are like me, who struggle with the same issues that I have, and let them know that you're yourself and we don't have to keep suffering in silence. Um, And so, um, yeah, I'm excited about this conversation because... I feel like in, uh, you know, walking in purpose and you are doing certain things, um, well, clearly when you're walking in purpose, like, it is not as easy as it looks, right? The pictures be nice. You know, you go get a, go to a photo shoot. You do all these things and it look real nice. Over there trying, you're struggling, trying to figure out what your caption going to be. You're trying to figure out if everything match up right, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. For me, slaying self-doubt was a God thing. I like I know that from off the break, anybody who knows my story, this is not what I wanted. God said, this is what you're going to do. And I was like, listen, okay. <laughs> listen, let me tell you, like, you just said something. And I was in the nail shop today before I came home to do this. And y'all know I've been reading this book. Did you get your book yet, sis? Oh, yeah, yes. I have to start reading that. Girl, what you just said literally was just something I read and I almost started shouting in the, in the nail shop. And oh. I was just like, oh my gosh. So let me know if it's okay to share it. Yes, go ahead and tell it. us. Listen, 
That's my girl right there, okay? Listen, it said, your healing, rec recovery, and determination to move beyond where you are and lay hold of what God has for you is not just so you can be proud of who you have become. Because we always talk about how proud we are and where we came from. And it said, it's even greater than proving other people wrong about what they said about you. And that's something that we hold on to. It said, God has entrusted you with vision, power, talent, gifts, and anointing so we can wage war against any and every limitation this world has ever seen. If you came to a place where you didn't just see setbacks, disappointments, and discouragement as facts of life, but rather as a devil in plain sight. And that's when she was like, I just, in this world, then something or someone will become better because I took up space. Mm, mm. I was like, okay, God. <laughs> okay, then. Obedience <laughs> is my responsibility. <laughs> yeah, listen, when I tell you that ever since he gave me this, everything that I have, every single day, I have, some, I have had something that has been like, confirmation that this is the direction you're supposed to be going in and this is what you're going to be doing. So um, when we talk about obedience, a lot of times, like I said, it's not easy. If we, if it was easy, we'd all be doing it and we wouldn't even be having this live right now. Right. Because, you know, um, but what I've realized is that, um, so first of all, let me get in my papers y'all. Cause I, I actually, I can't prepare. I am, this is how I know the Lord is working on me. Okay. Because I am normally a winged earth. Like, I just wing it. Like, I, I've been winging it my whole life, probably. And the Lord is like, girl, I'm going to need you to get some structure. And I'm going to need you to, <laughs> I'm going to need you to figure this thing out. So, I got my paper because I'm ready. So, yes. uh, the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word and act accordingly. That's the part, okay? Um, from the Googles, biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God's word, to God and his word. Um, and so I was like, the first step to obedience is hearing, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And when I, so I looked it up again, and Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? So when we when we're doing this series, it is literally going to be what he's all, what we already know to be true. First of all, okay, and secondly, what his word already says. But a lot of times, we this, all this transparency is about to come. We be skipping steps, right? We try to get to the end. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> so we be missing. We be missing all the steps, and we be like, "Can I just do? Can I?" Can I just do without all the other stuff, right? And so I think I was what I was thinking about was as I was doing the podcast was like when we talk about hearing, I've I've you know um, those who know my story, I Slant Self Doubt actually started as a small group within my church, Zion Church in Landover, Maryland, um, and it grew. Right, I have three groups with of women, and we all do the same thing: Slay ourselves doubt. Um, and I get the same question all the time, like. How do you know that you're hearing from God? How do you hear from God? And I'd be like, I mean, I don't know how you hear from God. <laughs> but I can tell you what has happened to me, right? And so I think it's important for us to have a real conversation about what, the, what it looks like in real life, right? Because I think that you can have, you can go to church, you can listen to sermons, and people can tell you. But sometimes I think it's something about regular, regular people, right, who are like... 
me and you sitting here telling you like this is what it looks like so um i believe that there's five things you need in order to truly truly hear from god so the first thing would be um a relationship you have to have your own personal relationship with god you know, your mama can pay for you, your grandmama can pray for you, your husband, your kids, all of that. But it's you. He wants you, right? And so for me, I think that is like the biggest thing. We have a tendency, you know, and recently people have been saying like, borrow my faith and borrow my confidence. But you can't borrow my relationship, Slim. That's not because what's for me is for me, right? So I can't borrow your, I can't borrow Keele's relationship because what God has for me and what God has for Keele are two different things, right? So how do you create your relationship or um, like cultivate your relationship with God? So um, people, so I grew up all in in the church all my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that like you said like you people can you can go to church you can be preached to you can hear the message you know my mother told me not to do certain things she told me about her experiences about which when she did those certain things and why i shouldn't do them but like you said like you build a relationship with god by going through your own life's journey my story is not my mom's story and although yes. she wanted to protect me and keep me from going through those things i had to god god needed me to see those things along my journey no matter how bad i got hurt no matter how much pain and struggle i went through going through those he needed me to see those so that i can draw closer to him so yeah. i think what god does is he takes us through certain journeys that are specific to our lifestyle where he's creating that relationship he's making you depend on him mm-hmm. more and more so i think it comes with being dependent on him and and truly understanding his word like you said get into that word understanding you don't if you don't know somebody you're not going to trust them so if you don't know god how can you trust him yes. you can't know god from what i'm telling you because you ain't been in my shoes and you ain't experienced what i experienced with him so if i haven't had that relationship and i don't have that rapport with a person uh, Felicia might bang with them, but I don't bang with them. So I don't right. trust them yet until I learn to get a, until I get a relationship with them. I, I spend time with them. I have to observe them. It's exactly. the same thing with God. I, you have to sit and spend time with him. You got to ask him questions. You got to talk to him. You got to let him talk back. And that's how you build that relationship with God. And it takes time to truly, because sometimes, you know, you'd be like, am I hearing from God or am I just, or is that me me. if I I talk to myself mentally like did God say this or did Kile say this and sometimes it really is hard to like uh, like make that difference of who is speaking and so it takes and that's why when we were talking about this I was like I'm so excited to talk about this because I believe 2020 was the year that God set a lot of us down like listen Uh, the whole globe (laughs) and I'm gonna make you humble yourself I'm gonna set out all the distractions because I need you to hear from me that is that is all the way facts yes so before I we go any further if y'all have any questions okay so I'm just gonna be honest I don't know how to use that little question thing down there but I can see it so if you have any questions you go ahead and click in it and I'll figure out how to get back to it um <laughs> definitely if y'all have any comments put them in the uh I'm getting right say in the show notes child I just 
Listen, please, y'all understand, I usually do podcasts, so this stuff, this is going to be all mixed up, okay? But put it in the comments, okay? Um, again, I am Felicia Wallace, Purpose Empowerment and Self-Doubt Coach from Slaying Self-Doubt, and I am here with Keeley from the Keeley Carter Experience, and we are talking about um, obedience and hearing from God. Um, and something that you said, Keeley, about building that relationship, you're right. It's just like a person. Like, we just don't be out here like... I mean, you don't go nowhere and be like, you like, who who coming? Like, and if, if so-and-so coming, you ain't showing up, right? But we do so many things without him, without checking with him first, right? And that is a part of building that relationship. I remember a period of time where I was like, like dumb struggling, right? Like I just was like, what is going on? I felt all the things inside of me, but I didn't know what the next thing was. And I think part of it sometimes is that when you are not being obedient, you feel like if I go to him, he gonna he gonna be so disappointed. He gonna be so mad. He gonna be so I'm just not gonna do nothing. Let me let you all know. He already know. Okay, you're not coming to him with nothing new. He already know that you like. He already know. So not saying anything doesn't do anything. It just delays the process, right? And so I think that when we understand that we can, if he, if you are a believer and you believe that he is your father, you go to your father and you just have to be, you have to build that relationship so that you can get the next step. If you don't do that, I can guarantee you nothing else is going to come. Yeah. Not, not another thing. And not from him anyway. And okay. The, <laughs> the best part about it is, just knowing like you know used to be well i know i used to be scared to tell my parents anything like if you're doing something wrong like you said that disappointment that i'm gonna get in trouble feeling is real but it's like okay your parents eventually got over it but like for me for me i'm gonna share like you said this transparency thing gonna be hard but like yeah. for me like you know not having that relationship with my biological father it was a struggle for me and so it's just so powerful to know like you you said the word father and so it's like, no matter how much you mess up and no matter what you do and no matter what you say, no matter how far you think you're away from God, that's the best part about God. Yeah. He's not like human. He's not like man. He will never leave you nor forsake you. No matter what you do, like you can't get away from God's love. Like it's just, that is the most powerful part about it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about it is that once you understand that, it's literally a different, you feel a different sense of, obligation to him right because you know that there's nothing that you can do if i think back over my life and the foolishness of how the lord has saved me like i literally i can think of so many different things and i've been like yeah he got me out of that and he got me out of that and he probably should have left me in that a little bit longer but i'm glad he got me out of i'm telling you and so I think that that, so that is the first thing, y'all, having a relationship. So Moms Inspire says, and you're always running away from him. He's always there to welcome you with open arms. Yes, it, it, that's on us, right? Like he is there. He's waiting for us. He's waiting to, I mean, I, the Bible says like he's waiting for us to come through the door. Like when he knocks or we knock or, you know, yeah. oh, like we, he's waiting for us. He already knows. Like there's nothing you can tell him that he doesn't know. If you believe that he has purpose for you and that he has a plan for your life, don't you think he know the, the plans that you was going to mess up along the way? Even though all of those things are to get you to exactly where he needs you, which is at his feet. 
right? Like, you got to go through all that so that you can see his grace and his mercy throughout your life so that you know, like, I can't do anything without him. And once you recognize that, then you just have to continue to cultivate that relationship and not run away from him, you know, even when stuff gets hard and when we feel like we have disappointed him because it don't be him. He don't leave us. We we leave him and we be like, we leave him on red. <laughs> we be ducking. <laughs> we be ducking. Um, so the, the first step we said to, um, in order for you to truly hear from God is to have a relationship, your own personal relationship. So the second thing is reading, um, getting into the word of God. So, um, for me, so the question uh, for this is what tools do you use to help you read God's word or how do you, how do you go about that? So for me, like, um, I use different versions of the Bible. So like sometimes the King James, I'd be like, God, I don't understand what they're saying over here. Like, <laughs> and I'll read it a couple of times and I'm like, nope. So I'll go and to the NIV. So just understanding like there's different versions of the Bible that you can go to that's going to break it down. There's also like those apps, like they have like those daily pl- planners, daily plan, you version um, Bible yes. apps are great because then they give you a daily devotional where they're giving you like a blurbage or a paragraph to go after that. Yeah. It down and then with the scripture and then like books like this, like there are mm-hmm. books, there's people, Joyce Myers, those, those books actually give you, God speaks through these, through these pastors and ministers and preachers and these yeah. people that write these books. And so, just everybody thinks oh you just got to stick to the bible there are different resources that you can go to that can help you break it down because everybody can't dive into the bible into the kjv and understand what's going on and that's why a lot of people be like uh i'm just not gonna read it i'm yeah, not gonna dedicate yeah. myself to it you start off it's just like uh people that want to diet you start off with a plan like oh i'm gonna read every day and then you like I ain't really, I ain't really understanding it. And then you get frustrated. So yeah, don't get yeah. frustrated. We just being like, we're, we're like you said, regular, regular people. And you know, we, we're getting our work from different places, but definitely the Bible is the source. So it is the source. Yeah. <laughs> know the word for yourself because a lot of yeah. people are speaking and teaching and, and, and talking, but no, I don't the know what book they read it. <laughs> And, that, and that's the interpretation. <laughs> yes, but that's the thing. So that's why that even goes hand in hand. So when you have a relationship and you're reading, you're able to have a discernment, right? About what's like, mm, I don't think that that's right. I don't think that that's accurate, right? Uh, for me, when I first started, like, you know, I grew up in church as well, in the AME churches. And, you know, you write same thing. King James, I, this stuff that I'll be like, what like I just like I can't can't I don't I don't know it's just not wasn't working for me but when I really said this is what I was going to do and I really needed to strengthen my relationship with him I did use you version and I started with just acts about what whatever it is I was feeling I mean not acts but plans so they had plans in there where it was like what I was feeling whether if it was fear anxiety worry you know plans about being a parent plans about being a wife plans about work plans like working in your in your purpose even plans they have like yearly plans right where they just give you legit one scripture a day like i'm doing one now that's like 365 days but it's not the entire bible but it's like one scripture a day and um and that's it and so you have to figure out what works for you but you won't know what works for you until you at least start doing it right i am not a sit there and go through the bible i've used um 
there's a uh like a study bible that has like kind of same thing like a devotional mm-hmm. and then they they kind of break the bible down and they have like some questions mm-hmm. yeah journaling questions um and so i've used that but you have to figure out what works for you because that is what you have to go back to when you are in your moments of doubt and when you're in your moments of insecurity and you're in your moments of feeling frustrated God's word is right there. He's going to, the answer is already there. You just have, you have to know what you're looking for. You got to know. And you got to understand, you got to go dive back in. That was so good when you say go back to the source, because guess what? That's the person that created you. So Mm -hmm. like, even on this live, like we're speaking, what we're speaking and you may get like other people speaking into you. However, nobody knows you what the part nobody knows you better than the person that made you that designed yes. you, that intentionally designed you so going back to the source and seeing what what did god say about me like yeah. over here i'm struggling with fear and doubt but what what did god say i could do like he yeah said i can do it all things all things means all things hard things, yeah like crazy things like all things so like just going like you said going back to the source and understanding what speak what he is saying about you and not yeah yeah and, and the thing yeah and especially one of the things you say like we there's a lot of people out here sharing right we're always sharing our testimonies and and I, that's something that i do love i love seeing the fact that people are being much more vocal about their relationship with god and being able to because that's it, that is scary in itself right not having a community of people to be able to share your belief with because you feel like you by yourself right and when you are uh, in those kind of circles and you're in those people, it makes you feel like, but you have to have the discernment for yourself because everybody, like you said earlier, everybody who speaks about it don't know about it. And everybody who's connected to him is connected to him for a different reason or whatever the case may be. But you have to know him for yourself so that you, you're able to figure out what he, and that still goes back to having that personal relationship because whatever he's speaking to you, I may be sharing it right now, but that'll mean that that's, that's not, that, that may not be your word. That may not be what he wants you to do. You know what I mean? But you taking what I said and you taking what I'm hearing and you, you, you making it like it's the gospel, like, oh, well, Felicia said blah, blah, blah. So now we like, no, no, don't do, don't put that on me, Ricky exactly. Bobby. No, thank you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that pressure. I do not want that pressure. Um, and just understanding, like, because a lot of people, you know, when they hear Christians talk or when they go to church, they think it's supposed to be like this perfect perfection. Like, no. Here's the greatest thing about God, because it ain't social media. You ain't got to put no filter on. You don't gotta have a perfect aesthetic on your page, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> You don't need all of that. So God, like you said, God knows your insides and out. He knows like everything that you do, everything that you say. There's nothing you can have from God. So like not feeling like you have to be perfect to come to God, not feeling like you have to hide anything from God, like come yeah. to your authentic self because that's who he's receiving. He wants to receive you, the yeah. person, not the persona. Like, yeah. ooh, ooh, that's the word right there. Now, don't send you, you can't send your representative to Jesus, okay? <laughs> that might work in your first 90 days at your job, but it is not going to work with Jesus, okay? <laughs> He's going to see right through that, like, okay. now, I, I know. <laughs> you ain't okay. think he was my <laughs> Not even about to happen. So, uh, for those of you all who are just joining, I'm Felicia Wallace, Purpose, Empowerment, and Self-Doubt Coach, and I am, we are talking about obedience is my responsibility. Today, we're talking about hearing from God. This is going to be a series where we, we talk about a couple of different things that will help us be able to be more obedient and understanding that 
it's up to us and that we actually control that. So um, the first thing, oh, and I'm here with Keeley, Keeley Carter from uh, the Keeley Carter Experience. Um, and so the first step to obedience, obedience is hearing. And these are the five things we're going through to say um, what you need to have in order to truly hear from God. So the first thing is having your own personal relationship. The second thing is reading, getting into the word of God for yourself and finding ways that work for you, your personality, all of that. Um, and the third thing is reverence. So reverence is because I had to I had to get the, the R's. OK, that is worshiping and praising him for his continued grace and mercy. OK, so reverence, you know, worship and praise looks different everywhere right um and so my question to you is how do you show reverence for god listen i already didn't pray y'all i'm just gonna be transparent i didn't pray because i'm like listen felicia broke down the five things that we're gonna be covering and like i'm like lord don't let me be on instagram crying my eyes out there because (laughs) because that's just that's just what it is like you remember when you were growing up, like you would see like the older people shouting and praising and in tears, like full blown. And like as the younger people and the youth, we would sit in the back, like just watching everything go down. Right. I truly understand it. We just like, oh, oh sister, sister, such and such crying again this Sunday. Mm-hmm, Watching mm-hmm. the altar again this Sunday. <laughs> and like you didn't understand, but that's when God takes you through the things that He takes you through. And he truly brings out like that gratefulness and that thankfulness and that respect and that reverence, like you said. Yeah. You have no, you have no other option but to praise and worship him. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's like, okay, like I think I posted yesterday. I'm literally living out the things that I cried and prayed God, prayed to God for, and some of the things, mm. some of the things I didn't even pray to God for because I didn't see them for myself. And yes. So when you when you go through those things and you like God, like I messed up, I did this, I did that. But when you see Him use those things that you thought were mistakes and that you messed up for your purpose, yeah, it's kind of like good God. And so sometimes I do find myself in here in full blown worship, like tears, like Girl. It, it's a. And sometimes when I get the upbeat praise, I'm in here praising. But when yeah. I'm in my car, that when when they get in my Listen. car and I'm just by myself and I'm driving and that thing hit and I'm listening to whatever song and it hits, I know people be looking at me like, "Ooh, she got the ugly cry going on." But guess what? I've gotten to a point because it used to be like, like you said, when we were when I was younger in the youth in the church, I would you said like the community of knowing like other people that you know are people yeah. are more outgoing with you know showing their relationship because you know we used to feel like we were so alone as church kids yeah or whatever yeah. but now it's kind of like i don't care i've gotten to yeah. where i don't care because you don't even understand that's having that personal relationship again you don't even understand what god has brought me through and so why Gosh. should i sit here and try to pretend for you and act like you know whatever this ain't me I'm not doing this now. I got I got these talents and gifts, but God gave them to me. I'm I'm doing this, and you may see the pretty pictures, but you don't know the story behind that. You don't yep. know what God brought me through to get me here, so I can no longer fake the. You want to have me in here like a week? <laughs> I'm not doing this. With you. 
Listen, I, but I, but I, the thing about it is, is that I know. And when, so it's a couple of things that you said, like it is, it is when we are having actual, when you are having reverence for God and you are praising and worshiping him, it is not about the big things. It ain't about the, the, the things that people can see. It's how he worked in your heart about unforgiveness. You know what I'm saying? It's about how he worked in your heart about your anger issue or how you thought about yourself or how you were showing up, your attitude, those things that you know for sure that couldn't nobody else do it but him. And I got goosebumps, okay? I just want you to know because the Holy Spirit is like legit. Um, But when you know for a fact that you would not be where you are if it was not for him. You can't do nothing but praise him. You can't do nothing but say thank you. And it's a different type of praise and worship. It's not just like, you know, thank you, Lord, for, yeah, okay, not, yeah, okay, but yeah, thank you, God, for my job. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for, but thank you that you you saw fit differently for what I thought I wanted and I got something else. Thank you for the thing that I prayed for legit turned out the way it actually did I was having a conversation with my mom and she was just like I in my I was prior to this uh this episode and him giving me this series I was in this state of like I don't know what's going on and so she was like you know I really do feel like you know you know you should just have a heart of gratefulness and this and the third and I was like you know in 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 saying like you share with people I was like you don't understand that is how I live every single day. I was like, I left my job legit on a prayer to be off of work for three months. It has been two years. God has provided every single day. I was like, you don't understand when I wake up and I'd be like, God, you, I'm still here. Like we're still here. The things that we thought that me and my husband would be like, okay, so uh, we, we got about two more weeks and there you go. And it was like, through a pandemic, through all the things that we've been through, he still showed up. And so when you, when I have reverence, it is like, can't nobody else do this but you. Can't nobody else. And I don't, I don't even want nobody else to do it. Right. So when you feel that you, you can't do nothing but praise him. And you talking about, you ain't want to cry. I'm like, get (laughs) on. Oh Lord Jesus. He is. Okay. Hey, y'all, listen, I'm telling you, it is. But when you have that, you have to have all of those things to really feel that, right? Because the other part is, is that when we talk about obedience, um, one of the things that later on down the line, we'll talk about this in like the next series, but I'll bring it up now still is that you have to remind yourself of all the things that God has already done. And so that's also a part of reverence, right? Because sometimes it's not about where you actually are. It's what he brought you through. It's about where, how he got you here, that you don't even deserve to be here. And I always tell people, it was a 98 bud. She was not nice. She didn't think about nobody else but herself. It ain't nothing but Jesus. If I think about all the things I did up until this point, I should not be here. Legit should not be here. Listen, I can't I can't do nothing else but praise him. Listen, I'm telling you. It and, and that that's the confirmation. That's why I always I always say in my prayers, Lord, I thank you for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do. Because mm, you gotta mm-hmm. thank him for everything that he's done, like you said. And it's just like I can't have the audacity to think that God kept me here to not give him to not give him that reference. All the times I was drunk. 
in the club. All them times fought, fights broke out in the club. All them times I drove home drunk, swerving. I mean, really, not even knowing the next day how I got home. Just those are just little examples that everybody can probably relate to, or I know I can relate yeah, to. Yeah, child. How, I got a whole my still here. How am I still here? It gotta be the grace of God that kept me for a reason. Yes. How, how do I have the audacity to not thank him and, and give him the glory? Yeah. Come on. Child. He ain't he he has a per- and that's the thing when you can think back over your like my very first podcast episode. I so if you're from this area, which most of y'all probably on here are, there's a place that used to be open called the Classics, okay? And they used to serve drinks in the red cups, okay? And I was saying, I, I think I went to go see Essence. I don't know which band I went to go see, but I drank the rest of my drink in the long the wrong part of the set because about 15 minutes later, the lights came on and I had to drop people off. I remember driving down Stuttland Parkway with the windows down, honking the horn. Like at this point, I'm like, I just, I just don't want to die. Like that's it. That's how that was how drunk I was. I, I wasn't worried about getting pulled over. I wasn't worried about. Hey, could you imagine getting like I, 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 I got home, home in my house, in the in the bed. Time and, and time and again. Time <laughs> and time again. Over and over. I prayed the same prayer. Lord, just give me hope. I promise I won't do this next week. <laughs> I'm telling you. Lord, Lord I promise this is the last time. I, I'm, I'm just going to stick the wine. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, we constantly, constantly. It's just like our kids testing us over and over again. We like, bruh. Like, why do you keep doing the same? And we get so frustrated. Like, why do you keep doing the same stuff? You know you're going to get in trouble for it. And yes. I'm like, God, don't, he don't even. Now, he's, he, he disciplines us in his own way. But it's like Tasha Cobb said, he gracefully does it. And I'm yes. thankful for yes. that because, who, Lord. Child, that's why I say when you think about your life and where you should have been, the, the accidents you should have had, when you, you took the same street as somebody else, and and they got in an accident or they got arrested or they something happened to them and you're like that I was just there. I was like, how did you spare me? How how did you spare me? Like there's so many times that I have been like this one time distinctly I remember me and my family were driving down, um, we were going to Kalahari in Pennsylvania, and we're driving down 95, and this thing is like, I don't know what it was, but something is bouncing down the beltway. Like I'm like. I'm, I'm about to hit this thing. I couldn't do anything. There was cars on my left and my right and people behind me, in front of me. I couldn't do nothing but take my foot off the gas. And I just was like, Lord, just, just don't let us die. That was all I could think of because the way it was coming, it was going to come straight at, into the windshield. That thing hits the bottom of my husband's car. We went up in the air, came back down. When I tell you, Mind you, we're tra- we, like 65, right? 70, probably. When I came back down, hit the ground, there was literally nobody around me. Wow. Nobody. Like, there was, it was literally like he put a covering over. And I literally just looked out, the, looked out the mirror, and I just drove over to the side. And this lady got on her car. She was like, are y'all okay? And I was like, yeah, we're fine. Nothing. My wow. kids was in the back playing on their switches. And I'd be like, I said, that right there was proof that God has covered me. It ain't, you can't tell me nothing. Like, I was like, I remember, my husband always be like, how in the world? It, I don't know. And, and only he knows. But there are too many times that he has saved me that I, for me not to praise him would be 
disrespectful and no thank you. I don't mm um yeah. Mm-mm. Listen. <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. It's just it's way, way, way too much. So um thank y'all who are joining us if you're watching the replay. Um, we are talking about obedience being our responsibility. And today we're talking about hearing from God because the first step to obedience is hearing God's word. Um, we, the five things are, well, so we're talking about five things that you need to truly hear from God. The first thing is to have your own personal relationship, um, to read and get into his word for yourself so that you can hear him. Um, and reverence. We were just talking about reverence. We probably were about to have a whole Oh, church sermon in this joint, which is worshiping and praising him for his continued grace and mercy. Because even right now, we are being we are being covered by the blood of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and so the fourth thing is getting ready, preparing your heart and mind. So, Keele, how do you know when you are ready to hear from God? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen, I don't know, but let me tell you. Well, okay, so how do you, how, what ways do you prepare to kind of hear from him? So I'll do, you know, like a worship service. Um, For me, music, music speaks for, for to me. Like, I love music. I love, like, just, y'all know I do karaoke, whatever. I love music. So, like, music speaks to me. So I think mm-hmm. he's, to me like through music I know he speaks to me through motherhood because he's always speaking through my kids but that's why I said 2020 was a year needed for me personally and that just goes uh-huh. back to that personal relationship um because I was just out here being busy like busy 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 and that's when I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was me or God saying to move and do things but 2020 was pivotal for me because that's when God showed me and allowed me to prepare myself. Because um, mm. during 2020, there were no distractions. Yeah. He kept me still. I was sitting in the house. Um, he had me to purge some things, purge some relationships, yeah. purge some things that were distractions. He had me to purge those things because he needed me to focus on what he needed me to focus on. And so I think God has his own, and that goes back to the, everything goes back to the personal relationship. I think Mm -hmm. God is going to prepare you the way he needs to prepare you because everybody's not going to get prepared the same way. We all don't get ready the same way in the morning to go to work. Some of us (laughs) brush our teeth first. Some of us wash our face first. Some of us take a shower first. Some of us lay our clothes out, whatever it is. Everybody has their own routine, and so God gives you your own personal routine so that He can prepare your heart and prepare your mind. To yeah, what He needs you to receive. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. Yes, Adrian says I have to get quiet because self doubt be loud. Yes, self doubt is dumb loud all the time, and uh, <laughs> it would be unnecessary. Like, girl, be quiet, okay? Um, yeah, so I think it is, you're right. God prepares us all differently and it does start with their relationship. And I feel like that once you start, when you have that personal relationship and you start to know whose you are, so that's that thing, right? Of like knowing who you are and whose you are, you know how he talks to you. You know how he is, um, he's going to get your attention, right? And my step, mine for me is, um, like through confirmations of stuff. So I may feel something that's so like, we call it like a prompting, right? Feel something in my spirit. 
And then I'll get confirmations from like a sermon or a song I've already heard before, but I heard a new lyric. Like that wasn't in there. Like I know that wasn't in there. Or you went through something that now that lyric relates to. That happens to yes. me. Like all those childhood songs and songs I heard in my teen years and sang in the youth choir, dance to them. I was just doing it, but now that I've been through something, I hear it now and I'm like, good God. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so when you when I when I know that he is ready, um, it's like I can feel it in my spirit because that that's how my relationship is with him. And so there's times where when self-doubt does show up, okay, and she be for the ghetto, right? Um, as Adrian just said, um, sometimes I ignore it, right? Because I know that he wants me to do something. And this is where the obedience comes in, right, y'all? Because when you start to when you start to build that relationship with him and he knows that you're being dedicated, he's going he gonna to test you to see if you're willing to do certain things. So he has to ready your heart and he has to ready your mind in order for you to be able to receive whatever he's getting you. And some of that has to do with, you said it, purging, right? And removing things from you so that you can do it. For me, um, when I left my job and um, for like months, I kept hearing the same thing, like, or feeling the same type of way that, I needed to stop drinking. And so I was like, well, I mean, I don't drink a lot, but <laughs> she got a stressful job, you know, like one a day. And, you know, I'm, I've been in healthcare. So technically, I probably, from the book version, I drink too much, right? <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, I don't know what it is. And so I kept getting the same thing over and over. And I was just like, all right, fine. And so I left my job in June of 2019 and I stopped drinking. He told me to stop drinking October of 2019. And I was like, all right, well, Lord, how long is this going to be? Because I just, my birthday in November, Christmas in December, like what, what is this about to look like? Right. And I'm like, all right, so what are we going to do? And I said, I said, yes. Right. When I tell you the minute I said yes, the first thing that went was like, uh, laziness for myself, right? Because alcohol will make you tired and you don't feel like doing nothing. So then I had this like perk of energy. My creativity started going. And so I was just like, dang, I never even realized, you know, like even if I, you know, just had some wine, I would just watch a show. You know what I mean? But it was like now I had a different type of energy. Then I had to start responding differently. So we were supposed to go to homecoming that year. And I had to tell my, my girls, I was like, I can't go. I was like, because I'm being obedient, and I know mm. if I go to homecoming, that's going to be, I don't, I don't have time to start over, okay? I, I don't have time to start over. I need to do this now. And I've watched God work with me throughout those full months that I was like, okay, God, I see why I needed to. And But that was how he ready me. He removed the things, made me remove the things. So now when he say no social media, Okay, you know, when he say no drinking, you be like, it's, it's, but it's hot girl summer. I mean, we're wife girl summer, like wife mom summer. Like we not, well, somebody so Okay. Listen, listen, that is so key though, what you said, like, and, and now people always be like, here she go. Cause when Lent come around, I make my announcement. I'm like, y'all don't gotta tell us what y'all giving up for on Lent, whatever y'all doing. <laughs> like, it's not y'all don't need to announce it because like God needs you to do that in private. So if, right, he, yeah. if he told you to give that up, 
nobody else needs to know the reason. Nobody even knows, yeah. needs to know that you're doing it because that's something that God told you to do. And yeah, nobody else yeah. needs to be involved because sometimes when you involve other people, like they say, that's your call and it wasn't a conference call for a reason. Mm -hmm. You involve yep. other people, now they got opinions on it. Girl, you'll be all right. Right, you're right. Okay, like, yeah. like, cause now they think they that you can hide it, like it's a, like it's a human. God won't see it. Right. They don't know it. <laughs> but people always got an opinion. Sometimes those opinions can cause a distraction to what God mm. has told you to do. So that's why yeah. I'm like, if you're fasting, and that's what God told you to do, you don't need to get on here and be like, hey y'all. Well, the I'm word fast. the word says I'm you fasting. ain't supposed to do it boastfully anyway. I mean, I and you're not supposed to look disheveled, right? It's in Matthew. It's because it's not for everybody else. It's for him. And it, But the thing about it is when you know why you're doing it, then you can boldly say to people, because what happens is, is that, you know, you pick stuff. So this is the difference. This is just, this is separate, y'all. But this is the difference when you're doing something for God and you're doing something for yourself. When you give up stuff and you be like, I don't really like, chocolate anyway i'm gonna just go ahead and just say I, i'm not gonna have no sweets i'm gonna give us something that isn't a sacrifice right that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a sacrifice so for me you know how many years i gave up pepsi or you know meat and we're still eating salmon you know like it's like i eat salmon and crabs and shrimp that's that's fine but to actually give up a thing that was something that i wanted something that i liked something that was going to alter how i did things because having to tell my friends that I, I couldn't go with them because of the alcohol. Not that I didn't want to spend time with them, but I didn't even want to be tempted was like boldly proclaiming my faith to say, no, God has something greater for me. I cannot lose. And great. You know, my friends was like, all right, cool. Like we'll do something when you get back. Thank you. Right. Like, so you got to know your circle, but you, whatever it is that God has for you, if he's stretching you, that's what he's going to do. And if you can't give up something as small as whatever it is he's calling you to let go, why would he give you anything else? Exactly. And I and, why? And as much as we as much as we talk about trusting God, he needs to trust you as well. So that's when that integrity comes in. Mm, like, mm. oh, because now you announce it. If I announce to y'all, oh, I'm giving up this, y'all don't see me in my house, so it's easy for me to. <laughs> It's easy for me to go ahead and tell y'all because oh, I'm gonna have this Pepsi. They ain't gonna know I ain't give it up. Right, right, but, right, right. But when I make that promise to God, I, He needs to know that He can trust me, and I'm trusting Him because yes. whatever He told me to give up is for a reason. And so, yeah, me that trust is mutual. And so people don't understand that either. It's like, oh yeah, y'all can announce this and do all it is, but that's not what it's what that's not the true meaning of what fasting and sacrificing is. That's yeah. the word you use, sacrifice. And so I, I get I get I get jokes on every year when it comes around like here we go again. Do I got to keep yeah, and, the same scripture to y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is is that I think it has a lot to do with like again, we go back to your relationship, right? It goes back to what you truly know versus doing something because you that's how what you grew up, doing something because your family say that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Like Lent and this and other. And I'm like, okay, well, Lent was really that's Catholicism, right? Exactly. So this, I don't yeah. even think most of us not even supposed to be, but whatever. I'm minding my business, okay? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, are you Catholic? Like, if you're not that, then you, you I, hey, listen, but either way, whatever you do, what you do, that's, that's your business. But when you are clear about your relationship, I don't need to do that, right? I don't, if God can call me to, sacri to sacrifice outside of them 40 days, 
right? Because clearly my sacrifice came in October, <laughs> which is not, which is, I don't even know when, Man. what's that, Easter, Ash Wednesday, whatever, yeah. March, April, something like that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's, it's relationship over religion. Yeah. Like people get caught up in religion and now like with this new generation or whatever you want to call it, Jesus don't need to become a fad. My God is not a fad. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that you put on or, you know, like, oh, everybody do land, so I'm going to do land. Oh, everybody doing this, I'm going to do that. Like, no, that's that relationship. Mm-hmm. Over religion. Like you said, like, don't do it because, oh, that's how, that's how you always grew up. Because as you begin to build that relationship with God and seek him for yourself, yeah. not seeking what you heard your mama and them tell you to do, seeking him for yourself, you begin to realize that, hey, those things actually don't work for me and I have to change and God is continuously involving me yeah. to know what I'm supposed to be doing because that worked for back then or it may yeah. not have worked at all. But now God is, I have this personal relationship where he's speaking and he's evolving me into who he wants Keele to Egg, be, not exactly. nobody else. Right, that is egg, exactly. So, you know, that was a side note, y'all. We just want to let y'all know if you you need to know, you need to, again, I'm minding my business. Do, do whatever you want to do. Lord told me mind my business, okay? Um, so we, again, guys, we're talking about obedience being our responsibility and this is, um, we're talking about the first step to obedience is hearing God's word. The five things I believe that you need in order to truly hear from God is to have your own personal relationship, reading, getting into the word of God for yourself. How you plan to do that? Having a reverence for God, worshiping and praising him um, for his continued grace and mercy. Readying, ready, uh, is ready, but like getting your heart and your mind ready for him to pour into you and for him to be able to speak to you. Um, and then the last thing is to receive. Um, you have to, you have to have an open, open hands, right? You have to have an open heart. You have to look, Yolanda got a song about it, right? Uh, she opens your heart, right? You have to, in order, if somebody going to give you something, you gotta have, you gotta have an address, right? Your hands gotta be open. We, we, Amazon know where you live. I, I can guarantee you that, right? Amazon know exactly where we at Listen. every day of the week. <laughs> we re- we receive it with open arms, and we, we receive at the door looking for it. <laughs> Wait, oh, they say, oh, they late. They late. Oh, they ain't gonna. They gonna come tomorrow. They coming at ten p.m. Now they talking about your my package is late, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Open the door. Open the door. We is waiting, right? And so you have to be. You have to be able to receive. And these that's why these steps are important because if you do not hear from him, you can't receive anything. If you don't have all the things before that, you will not be able to receive what he what he has for you. So Keele, once you receive God's word, assignment, whatever it is he tells you to do, what is your next move? <laughs> In real life. In real, In real life, life. Y'all. Yeah. In real life. So this is this is my next move. Um, and I'm continuously growing and sometimes I receive it immediately and I get to work immediately. And sometimes I question God. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, is this really what you want me to do? Because sometimes it, it's not mapped out the way that I'm seeing. And I'm like, well, Lord, you want to take me here, 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 here. And a problem for me and so yeah. I get selfish <laughs> not a problem and I for get me fear, <laughs> I get fearful sometimes and I doubt sometimes like 
where and then doubting your own strength like god do you really want me to do this because mm-hmm, i know mm-hmm. such and such over here she was speaking on it last week and it seemed like she wanted to do that and she looks like a better fit sometimes we try to give our assignments away what? to other people like child you can't give your it's like in school you can't give your paper to the other person because god gonna grade you on what you're doing so mm-hmm. it some like i said sometimes i receive it immediately sometimes it takes me a minute to pray about it um really talk to god because a lot of people was like don't question god god wants you to question him he wants Listen. you to question him now I get what some people mean by it, but we have to be careful on what we speak and what we say. God does want you to question certain things because if I don't, because it's just like when we in school, my mother used to be like, well, did you ask the teacher? Because I don't know. Right. So if you don't understand the assignment <laughs> and you don't ask questions, then you end up doing whatever you want to do. And that don't make sense because now you're going to have to go back and do the assignment again because he ain't going to let you pass the test until you do it correctly. So it's like questioning God and just really saying, having that conversation with him, like, okay, God, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, show me what you want me to do, yes. you know, align me and connect me with the people that you want me to connect with. Yeah. Proof and point. Uh, proof you know and point. Proof and point. So just truly understanding that. And like you said, like opening that, um, what's his name? Jonathan McReynolds, Jonathan McReynolds, that song, Make Room. Oh, Make Room? Oh, child. <laughs> You got to make room for what God wants to do in your life. So when you're receiving it, that's just like if you're receiving all of this stuff and you have no more room, you have to make room. I I choose my priority. Like mm. you you give God permission to you can move that over. Yes. My attitude, yes. You can move that over. My fear, you can move that over. My, my Instagram time. Over. Move it. My Instagram time, you can move that over. Whatever you need to make room for it. Yes. You got permission to move those things out of your life, that purging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it See, ain't this, easy. It's not, it, it's never easy. It's not. But if y'all notice, everything that we're saying, it goes back to having a relationship you can't you can't go you can't do all of this and and you can't go go you can't do all of this and again skipping the steps i said that in the beginning you cannot skip the steps because it all reverses out you can't just receive what because if you open to anything you don't know the difference right so when i so it was a couple of things that you said and i just want to make sure i don't forget what you said so if i go back to um Oh man, because this is what happened. Another thought come in your head, and I'm like, Lord, if if I'm supposed to say, it, bring it back, but right now this thought is in my head, so I'm gonna have to go with that, right? Um, I said this on the podcast this week is that um, you have to be able to be open and receive because you have to know what's God's voice and what's everybody else's voice. When I when God told me it was time for me to leave my job, I literally was sitting at the front desk in my office because my staff had called out. I was on on a conference call. At the front desk, I had patients talking to me. I, my AVP walked in the door asking me all these daggone questions like, oh, you're at the front desk? Yes, because we are understaffed. And I keep trying to tell you that, but whatever, right? And it was in that moment where I'm just like, so I'm literally on the call like, this is dumb. Why? Like, this is, none of this is going to work. Everything that they're saying. And at that moment, God said, it's time. I literally like looked around was like, I thought somebody like it came out through the door. Like I was like, "What? No, nope, it's just me and Mr. Johnson over there." Okay, <laughs> like I was like, "Uh," and I had to go back. So, oh, that's what I. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So when you said like you had to ask questions, 
Oh no, I, I definitely had to wait till I got off of work and I was in the car and I was like, did I hear you correctly? <laughs> did you say it's time? And what does it's time mean? It's time for right? what? It's time for what? I had no idea what that meant, right? Um, but also when you when we go back to reading and reading God's word, doing this self-doubt journey, you know how many people I can tell you in the Bible who questioned God? Moses questioned God. Every time there's a, an exodus, he asked him. All these things. Send somebody else. I stutter. I this. I that. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and God asked him, what's in your hand? And my staff. And he showed him what was already in his hand, how he could use it. And he still was like, nah, bro. I don't, I don't think you want me. Um, you want me to go tell them what now? <laughs> no, I, I think, oh, here come. And then, and then what, what, what did God do? Say, you know what? They go, Aaron, I'm going to just go ahead and have Aaron. And I, for me, you know, some people have been like, you know, you need your Aaron. I'm like, I don't need Aaron. Aaron can mind his business. I'm good over here. Like, I don't want slaying self-doubt to be in nobody else's hand. Gideon did the same thing. That's in Judges. He he questioned God. So the angel came and told him, he said, one second. I'm a, you stay right here. I'm going to be right back. He went, did what he needed to do, came and made a sacrifice, asked God to prove to him that what he, what he said was what he said. God showed him, and then he said, Okay, I'm sorry, God. One more time. Now I'm going to do it the opposite way and see if you can still do it. So it's not about questioning him. That's clarity, right? That's getting clarity on what it is. But when he shows you, y'all, move. He ain't going to keep... You don't don't need a whole bunch of clarification. I'm telling you from experience, okay? You don't need to ask him 87 times, right? I give myself three, right? Three clear times to say... Jesus is this it. And if the same thing comes up, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> bubble guts and all, let's go. <laughs> all right. But you have to, it's nothing wrong with asking God. It's nothing wrong with asking for clarification, clarity. But when the thing about it is, is that you delay, just like I said in the beginning, the longer you question him, when you know he's telling you to do something, you're delaying your purpose. You're delaying the assignment and you just have to be honest about it. But that that's where the relationship comes in. So then you can go back and be like, okay, God, let me tell you what it is. I really am afraid. I'm scared to actually do this because, which is what we're going to be talking about next week, is I don't trust you. I don't trust that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And so I'm going to stay right here where I can see what's happening from my point of view. And I have the control of what is going on. So... I'm, you know, that, that's a preview into next week, but that's what that's what that thing is. When he gives it to you, you gotta move. You you gotta move. And it's like again, it is okay to ask questions, to get clarity, to get clarification. Let me be very clear from him. I have heard over and over again over the last two weeks, your friends, your family, social media, even your pastors are not where you get clarity and confirmation from. God, if he told you, he didn't tell nobody else. I can guarantee you that. If you know, you're the only person that know. You ain't him. So asking your sister like, hey, yeah, so, you know, God gave me this, da-da-da-da. What you think I should do? If she give you an answer, she lying. She don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you. And there, there's sometimes like, you know, people have said, um, certain things to me that they say God showed them that I will be doing or God told me you was going to do this and 
even when people do that, because sometimes God does, he does use other people to send a message. However, Mm -hmm. again, you have to go to him to get that confirmation. Because I can't just move off of what you said God told me to do. Mm -hmm. I got to go back to him and be like, you know what, God, what's up with that? Yeah. And and you that's how you can that's how I talk to him because you don't got to have these long drawn out fancy words and stuff like that. I like God, what's going on? No, do you want me to do this because you know, I don't do the anybody stuff. <laughs> yes, listen, anybody who know me, I be like, I talk to God the same way I talk to everybody around. I be like, "Slim, this cannot be <laughs> this can't be it, Slim. Like, this is what you want me. You you still be here. Like, I, I it be God be all type of bammers. He be all type of all all types of stuff. Cause cause that's our relationship, right? I built a relationship with him where I'm not I'm myself. And I heard something from Transformation Church that God uniquely gave us our 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 uh like distinct. A way to be able to talk to him, right? So it, it don't have to sound like anybody else because it's something you, you don't have to say no words. I can legit be like, I in my head be like, yeah, I know I'm saying slim, but I'm I'm saying slim to myself, but it really is Jesus, yeah, right? Like, and he knows, yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh my god, and that's what that's the importance when people say like, you know, you can uh, a lot of people can talk a good talk, um, yeah, but God is the only one that knows that person's heart. So yeah, like, yeah. We 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 do a lot of oh, I need to have spirit of discernment. I need to observe them. I need to make sure. How do I know they real? How do I know they genuine? God knows your heart just as much. So like you can talk, like you say, you can say certain things, but God knows exactly what you're trying to say. Exactly, exactly what you want to say because He knows your heart. Yeah. So even and, when you and- can't find the words, just just praise them anyhow. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't you don't have you don't have to you don't have to fake it, right? With him. Like he knows if you're not in uh uh he knows when you are he knows your heart. So you don't have to say no words. Legit. Exactly. No words. You don't you have know? to say. Um so uh so I, I don't yeah. know say my O T. I don't know if that's your act. M I done added letters because I said my O T. I'm sorry. Uh so God she says God is in the passenger seat while I'm driving. We have straight up conversations like God, let me tell you what what so and so did. How am I supposed to exactly? That is how you should have yeah. a conversation because he knows. He already knows that's what you're thinking when you like, oh, I can't wait to get in this car. And me and Jesus about to have a real heart to heart. Like well, exactly. Those come to Jesus moments. That's that's what you call it. Like you like, okay, I'm gonna need you to I need the presence of you right here because you could not did you just set me up like that? Like hey. is that what is happening? Listen. <laughs> So that is, so just to review you guys. So again, we're talking about um, obedience is my responsibility um, and uh, biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God's word. Um, And the first step to obedience is hearing God's word. And we talked about the five things that I believe you need in order to truly hear from God, which is to have a personal relationship, reading, getting into the word for yourself. Um, having a reverence for him, which is worshiping and praising him for his continued grace and mercy, um, readying yourself, preparing your heart and mind to be able to, the last thing is to receive. And that is to hear God's voice in your heart, in your mind, confirmation uh, that is 
prompt things, all of those things, but you have to do those things in order to get to um, that very last thing. And um, I think, you know, I think that this, the one of the reasons why I wanted to do this is because I feel like it's such an important conversation for us to be having, right? Like lots of people, um, I listen to a lot of stuff. I, I, I promise y'all, podcast sermons, all types of things. And when God put this on my heart, I was just like, well, Jesus, I ain't no, uh, I'm not no pastor. I'm not really sure. Like, what, what exactly is this supposed to be? Like, you want me to, you want me to do what now? Like, I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to speak from my experience if that's okay. Like, you know, and I think that the more that we do that, the more that this is me being obedient. This is me being obedient and showing up despite in my head, I already had the limited thinking like, well, dang, I don't want people in here thinking that I'm trying to, you know, that I know the Bible or that I'm, you know, I'm a theologian or any, you know, all that stuff. No, just a regular degular chick from PG County. Like exactly. that, that the Lord has used. I'm just being his vessel. I'm being obedient. And because I want more and I want greater for my life, I have to do this. Yeah. I can't. He gave me this opportunity. He gave me this platform for a reason. So if I'm not doing my work, um, Someone else doesn't get blessed. Somebody else doesn't doesn't do their assignment, right? Because then I'm not doing mine. So in when we talk about obedience, your obedience is connected to someone else. Yeah. So you have to always remember that. Like you have to be obedient because someone else, off the strength of you, they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Get into position. Get, listen, get <laughs> into position, okay? Thank you so much, Keeley. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.